What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the New York Minute. I'm your host, Bert Richardson, and today I've got a special episode for everybody. Last week, I reached out to the community, the Versus 2PCG Collective, some people I, I talked to in direct messaging on social media, and I asked for hot takes for Versus 2PCG and unpopular opinions. I took the six or seven ones that I found to be interesting to talk about, and I compiled them into this hot takes episode. Don't worry if you don't hear your hot take or unpopular opinion. I'm going to reach out at some point in the future. This is a form of content in other games that I really do enjoy. And I'm willing to do this again in the future. So, let's get right into these hot takes. Let's go. Hot take number one. We're going to start with a lighthearted one. One that shouldn't cause too much controversy, I don't think. Warren Officer Ripley is the most fun main character to play. I agree to an extent. I understand what aspect of card games Warren Officer Ripley represents in our game. Uh, generally speaking, main characters like that, you're technically losing every turn, right? You don't have a board, you can't fight, but you have an ability that grants you just one more turn. And a lot of players I know and I've actually even played Warren Officer a few times myself in the past, the general fun aspect of that main character is, can I get one more turn? Can I figure out this problem and get one more turn? Oh, I got the Iron Man. Can I get one more turn? Is the opponent going to just kill me if I get this one more turn? I, I, I would have to agree, I think. I think I agree on her being fun, but... I don't believe that Warren Officer Ripley is the most fun to play because she does produce game lockouts for aggro and you can go to time. It, it takes a long time to kill that main character or main characters like that. Hot take number two is Kobix should have been four of. You should have been allowed four Kobix in your deck. <sighs> okay, as far as hate cards goes... Kobik isn't the most problematic, I don't think, but I feel like I disagree. There's a reason why she's a 1-1-1. There's a reason why she's a one-of-a-kind, and I feel like if she was a four-of-a-kind and she was in the four slot in a lot of control or lockout decks, it would have been problematic for the game, I think. I wouldn't mind because she can almost always get answered by a Black Widow or a Wasp stinging her to death, but... I think I disagree. I think Kobik needed to be one of a kind. Here we go. Hot take number three is superpower should not be once per turn. If you have the color to burn, you should be able to burn it. I also understand this one, right? If we're talking about comics, and this actually was one of the ones that I, I was talking to people a lot about. In comics, right? Iron Man wouldn't just fire one repulsor blast to beat up the bad guy and send him to jail. But in the game, in the game aspect, when you open up, oh, you have you have four greens for your Thanos, so deal four wounds. Uh, that creates issues. That creates huge issues. And it came up that we would have actually had to just restart the game at that point because there would have been a lot of problematic stuff, right? Pixie hallucinogenic dust would bring in multiple, multiple guys. Uh, Thanos, Lady Deathstrike. We would have had to rework the game at that point. And that's a lot of work, yeah. Maybe this could be a, a, a side event just to see how degenerate and broken it could get. But 
I happen to like the ebb and flow of I've got one, I'm going to use the one. My opponent has one, they're going to use the one. So I have to disagree on this, but it's interesting to think about how our game would be if you could do multiple superpowers on your main per turn if you have the colors. The Jessica Jones complaint. This one, this one's been floating around for a while now, especially this year. It seems like a lot of people are, are fed up with Jessica Jones. But the hot take here is Jessica Jones wouldn't be as effective if people packed the outs. I have to agree with this. When thinking about yellow superpowers, so intellect superpowers, your deck shouldn't just lose to Jessica Jones. Um, there are... <laughs> I know C-Stack's gonna hate me for this one. There are outs. If you're on a if you're on a yellow pop-off combo deck and you know that people are playing Jessica Jones in the main, you have to play Cosmo. You have to play Wakanda Nullifier. You have to play Lethal. You have to play uh Boomerang. You have to play stuff that answers her. Otherwise, you just lose to a three-drop, and nobody wants that. Nobody wants Jessica Jones to be the reason that you're not playing the game the way you want. So pack those outs <laughs> to all my yellow players. Pack those outs and just beat her. <laughs> just win. <laughs> yeah, I like that one too. Uh, hot take number five. Outriders, Thor, Rogue, and main characters like that are good for tournaments. And when I asked about a, a little bit of further elaboration... The explanation given was boogeymen for competitive formats are a good thing for the game. For casual players or brand new players, they have something strong that they can latch onto. It's easy to understand. You know what you're supposed to be doing. And for tournament players, it narrows the field of what do I have to expect or what do I have to be able to have game against. While I do agree with this hot take, because this is a hot take. While I do agree that they make your homework shorter, right? You don't have to think about every main character in the format. Just generally what people are going to play and what's the strongest stuff. Well, I can't sit here and pretend that the main characters given in this hot take are just good in the format that they're allowed in. Some of these main characters that were listed, I'm going to go over them again. Thor... Outriders, Mimic, Rogue, Mystique, Mayor, and Dark Phoenix. These main characters aren't just good and strong and decently paired against other mains. They actually create this environment where a lot of main characters are getting bodied and you either end up playing them or hating them out entirely. And I do not believe that that is what we want in tournament. I feel like we want... Because we've been asking for diversity, diversity, diversity. We want more diversity in tournaments. It's hard to say that we can actually have that diversity that we crave in tournament if these main characters are not only always in the tournaments, but always in at least make up half of top eight or just lock out a bunch of other mains. That's hard to agree with, but I do agree that it makes it makes the job easier for newer players. And the gauntlet that you have to run against is, is shortened to decks like that. It's a good take, man. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Here's another take. Formats need to restrict more than the main character. 
I definitely agree with this. There was a time where I didn't, and I actually really did not enjoy Big Apple Battles as a format. I feel like it was too centered around one aspect of the game, which was turn right. But these open pool subpar main formats that we've gotten, I'm looking at Coda, Children of the Atom, right? Mutants only. And I'm looking at currently we're in outer space. These formats are degenerate. <laughs> these formats are so broken, man. I definitely see where this guy's coming from. And like I said before, I used to not agree with this, but I've come around to it because as much as I didn't like Big Apple Battles, that was probably the most fair format on the tournament side that I've ever seen. These weaker main characters basically demand in the format, they demand you to play stronger guys on each drop or play degenerate lockout decks. I don't have a problem with lockout decks, but then there becomes the problem of, okay, well, why is the main character actually in the format then? We could do this with anyone. Why don't we just play multiverse at that point? And yeah, I think we're at that point. I would love to see more Big Apple Battles-esque formats. The next one, diversity rules should be a thing in versus. We, we've talked about this for a while and you're gonna have to go dig for C-Stacks's what could diversity rule do in this game. But we've actually, at the Oklahoma Regional, there was a diversity event. And of the eight to 10, or I feel like there were 12 people, everybody was on a different main character. You can argue that the diversity rule in other games, when applied to versus, would actually solve a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of issues that we have in the meta, depending on the format. Yeah, I would, I would like to see that implemented somehow, whether it's just a side event multiverse at the next con, or maybe it's at the game store only, but I would definitely like to see diversity rule. That's a good take. Here we go, another hot take. The game needs a rebranding and likely a name change if we ever expect it to reach the next level. I have to, I meant to ask, and I'm gonna ask now, what does the next level mean for Versus 2 PCG? Because I feel as though, you're probably right, the name Versus was probably a misstep, given that it creates confusion with the original game, right? And Versus 2 PCG may or may not be confusing for the distributors and the game stores and even new players. But the next level, to me, that sounds like, oh, we're trying to take over Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh! And we're going to be the top-notch deck or game. I don't believe that that's where Versus 2 PCG wants to be. I feel like we're where we want to be in terms of card-to-store allocations, tournaments, tournament size, and player base. I feel like we're, we're where we want to be. Every game wants to grow, but... It would take a lot more than a name change to, to, to jump up a few notches, in my opinion. But I do understand the sentiment that Versus 2 PCG as a card game name was probably not enough to differentiate from the original game. That's a good take. And my last, my final hot take for today is going to be Photo in its current state is bad for the game in general. 
Okay, I asked for an elaboration, and this is really important because I do agree to an extent. The first three sets had bombs, but they were trying to catch up with Illustrated. That's true. Buffy comes into play, and things start changing for Photo. That's true, too. The Infinity Arc drops, and things go way, way to the left. Photo is no longer catching up with Illustrated, but has matched or transcended the power level of Illustrated in general. Problematic decks and engines are in that universe of cards. And Photo got overly powerful cards in a fraction of the time that it took Illustrated to get them. I have to agree with all of this. I agree. Overall, Photo is just stronger than Illustrated. You can't even argue this anymore. And I know people think these cards are ugly. When you push the vanity aside and you look at these cards on rate and you look at their keywords and superpowers, these things are out of control, man. They're strong. They're very, very strong. I believe that Photo is actually still a good place for new players to start. Any random Joe Schmo from the game store would see Captain America, Chris Evans, right? And they'd be like, hey, I've seen that movie. I've seen Avengers movies. I like those movies. Let me ask a few questions about this. Maybe I'll play. And just the recognition of these characters and storylines in Photo makes them, in my opinion, appealing for brand new players. It's way easier to ask somebody to buy 10 sets as opposed to 26 sets. And I, I'm going to stand behind that. If you have some money that doesn't have any versus cards, you should probably start them with, with photographic cards. They're easy to understand. They're powerful. The characters mean something most of the time. They mean something to people. And there's less and there's less money demanded from the new player. Uh, so yeah, but as for like as for tournament setting or as for tournament, yeah, photo photo's so broken, man. <laughs> photo's really strong and it's only gonna it's only gonna get worse as those cards get more as more cards get put into that set. Yeah. We're gonna have to watch and wait for that. That's a hot take though. And that's the last one I had. Thank you to everybody who reached out to me, sent me the hot takes on popular opinions. I will be doing something like this again in the future. And that's all I got for today's episode. I'm your host, Burton. This has been New York Minute. Peace.